This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at terraenolan.com. And while at our website, feel free to head over to our radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Spotify. That will ensure you are always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Today, we're looking at Medicare. But first, I want to le- welcome in my great co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm just great to be here and good to see you. I love hanging out with you. We always <laughs> we always have a good time uh, on and off air uh, when we're doing the show. So that's always fun. And uh, talking about getting around in our cars in the snow. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. and now that we're into this, uh, getting into this season. Um, yeah, I thought it was still fall, but then I, I guess fall stands for snowfall. So yeah, that's, that's right. There's that. It's not just fall, it's snowfall and, and quite a bit of it. Uh, but I've been great. How about you? What are you up to? How's Nolan Financial? Uh, we're doing great. Uh, we just uh, had a lesson on the horses up in a heated barn up in Parker, um, which is really interesting when you go into a barn, it's cold outside and then it's warm inside. Um, so, uh, but, uh, Tara really enjoys her horses and, and riding, uh, dressage. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but that is an Olympic event where they, they do, um, gymnast, it's basically gymnastics on the flat, uh, with horses and, uh, they wear their fancy top hat and everything. They look very formal when they do it. Uh, but it's a very athletic event. It's really interesting to watch. Yeah, I, I think that's great. So that sounds like fun. Uh, it sounds very interesting. So uh, how has Tara been doing? Uh, really great. She's uh, been traveling a lot. Um, she just got back from Virginia where she uh, studied. Uh, she finished a course on executive logistics planning. It was a year-long course. It was pretty brutal uh, because most of it was uh, remote, but then they started off uh, the class with two weeks in Virginia and then ended with two weeks in Virginia. Uh, so she's really happy to be done with that. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I, I bet she is. She's been so busy lately. It's crazy. I mean, uh, between the military obligations and the horses and of course, uh, keeping uh, track of you, uh, keeping you uh, in line, Chris, <laughs> that's a full-time job right there. Managing me takes most of her time, <laughs> but I know I know you guys uh, love to spend time with your clients and meet with our listeners and help them out. You've been doing that a lot lately, setting up those complimentary consultations, giving them a strategy assessment of where they're at, what type of risk people currently have with their assets and their retirement savings, and a lot of people, when you meet with them about that, they're surprised, aren't they? 
Uh, yes, they are. They're really surprised about the whole gamut of financial uh, things that are out there that can assist them. And they're also surprised about, you know, really where their money is going and what it's doing for them. Uh, some people are, are saving way too much. Some people are saving way too little. Uh, usually most people are saving way too little. But uh, it's nice to get that look at it and to have somebody else uh, sit down with you to give you some perspective on it uh, that maybe you don't have. Uh, we're an education first company. And so that's what we do is we want to educate you on what's available to you so that we can help uh, provide a written plan that gives you an outlook for a, a positive retirement. Yeah, and I, that's really great. And today we're talking about a whole other aspect of retirement planning, uh, and that's Medicare. It, it, this is an important topic for a lot of people out there, especially retirees, but it can be a complicated one. You can get into the weeds with this. So where do we start? Well, and Medicare can really help you with your positive outlook, Tony. And so there's a places to start. And when it comes to preparing for your retirement, there's no shortage of factors to consider. So first, uh, making an income plan, deciding when and how to file for Social Security, minimizing the impact of taxes on your Social Security and on the rest of your retirement are just a few of the issues you'll need to address. Crafting a retirement strategy that can support your preferred retirement lifestyle is no easy task. In fact, it's a financial challenge unlike any you faced before. The hallmark of a successful retirement is developing a financial strategy that ensures your money will last as long as you do. During this unique period of your life, how you distribute your money can be just as important as how much of it you have or how adeptly you have saved. While it's easy to become entangled in many different financial issues, your strategy will encompass. It's important that you address your health needs and concerns. Having a comprehensive and affordable health insurance strategy is more than just a critical component of your retirement strategy. It is a critical component of the quality of your life. Well, it is, and that's a good point. So how do we accomplish that, though? So there are many ways to accomplish this, Tony. But for many retirees, Medicare is the most important. Medicare guarantees health insurance for most people older than 65 with certain disabilities or with certain diseases. According to a July 2019 Center for Medicare and Medicaid Fast Facts Bulletin, of the 60 million Americans who were Medicare recipients in 2018, more than 51 million of them were 65 or older, which makes Medicare a crucial element of retirement strategy. Like Social Security, Medicare is a federal social insurance program that you have paid into during your career. And like Social Security, getting the most of what you've put in requires careful planning, research, and potentially the help of a financial services professional. For, million <clears throat> for millions of retirees, having an effective Medicare strategy often means the difference between insulating the retirement savings from medical costs or quickly depleting them. The importance of understanding your Medicare coverage can't be overstated. It's more than just your financial well-being at stake. It's your physical and mental well-being as well. Right. Do you think it would be helpful if we detailed what Medicare exactly is? Uh, I think so. We're all on the same page. And then how it breaks down. Yeah, that's a great idea, Tony. One, one helpful resource uh, is Medicare.gov and their article on Part A and Part B sign-up periods. Medicare.gov is the official government site for Medicare and provides a wealth of detailed information. 
Medicare coverage is divided into four parts, parts A, B, C, and D, which are then essentially split into two basic categories, original Medicare, parts A and B, and an additional coverage, part C and or D. When it comes to selecting the Medicare coverage that's right for you, it's important to understand the differences between these two categories. Original Medicare, parts A and B, is coverage that provides directly by the federal government. And these are the Medicare categories that most Americans are automatically entitled to when they turn 65. Enrollment in parts A and B is automatic for anyone who is 65 and already receiving Social Security or the Railroad Retirement Board benefits or diagnosed with ALS, it's uh, amotropic lateral sclerosis, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease, or under age 65 and receiving disability benefits. So for people entitled to Medicare but who are not eligible for automatic enrollment because they can sign up for original Medicare during an enrollment period and it may be critical for them to do so as delaying may result in late penalty fees. Right. And you want to avoid those. Uh, everybody's scared of that. What about the amount that comes out of my paycheck each month, though? How does that <laughs> amount factor into Medicare? Well, that's the most important important part, right, Tony? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, How much am I that's, paying for Medicare? That's, that's a great question. So I'm sure that is one that may have crossed the minds of everybody that's listening to the show. So as with Social Security, a certain portion of each of your paycheck is automatically deducted to pay for Medicare. When the Medicare tax has been withheld from your pay for at least 40 calendar quarters, you're likely eligible for Part A coverage with no premium. Although Part B typically has a monthly premium, its monthly premium is determined by income level. Well, so, okay, in a way, those paycheck deductions then are a prepayment for uh, the Part A premium, basically, since there is no premium for Part A. Uh, right, Tony. That's one way to think of it. Uh, on the other hand, Part C, Medicare Advantage, and D, Medicare Prescription Drug Coverage, on the other hand, are separate from original Medicare and provide additional or supplemental coverage that's offered via Medicare-approved private insurance companies. To roll in Part C or D, you must decide which policy's coverage and monthly premium is right for you, and then purchase the policy from that carrier during an enrollment period. Oh, okay. So uh, we've covered each of the parts of Medicare uh, from more than a 50,000 foot view now. Uh, our time is up for this first segment of the show, though, so we do have to uh, take a quick break. We'll have to dive into each of those parts in more detail. We'll look at part A, B, C, and D in the next segment. Is there anything, though, you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick break? Uh, yes, Tony. Uh, I want to offer a complimentary consultation uh, for our first 20 callers today. Give us a call at 719-210-4242, and we'll get that appointment set up with you. Uh, if you like what you've heard today, go out to our website, terryenolan.com. Go over to the radio page. You can listen to our past shows. Uh, you can also uh, sign up for some, some more information uh, over on the right-hand side on that page. Uh, there's some some really good tools that you can have access to. So go in there and, and look around and play on the website. Uh, check us out. All right. That sounds great. Good offer for our listeners out there, Chris. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more information on Medicare with our host, Chris McKinney, right after this. Losing a spouse can be devastating. 
When it occurs, there is a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made. The last thing you want to do is worry about your finances. At Tara Nolan Advisory Services, we focus on helping women and making life transitions a little bit easier. That is why we have put together a helpful guide titled, The Top 6 Things Every Woman Should Do Before the Death of Their Spouse. Give our office a call today at 719-210-4242 or visit TaraEnolan.com and we will be happy to send you a copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help make them simpler. Welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Chris McKinney from Nolan Financial. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 719-210-4242 or visit us online at TaraEnolan.com. And while at our website, feel free to head over to our radio page, check out past shows, and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. That will ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episode. Today, we've been looking at a beginner's guide to Medicare. In the first segment, we define the parts of Medicare. In this segment, we're going to continue to look at Medicare.gov and go into some detail about each part of Medicare. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first segment was great. You packed full of knowledge, but let's start with, um, it's going to be tough knowing where to start. How about Part A? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good place to start, Tony. (laughs) So Part A is hospital insurance that covers the cost of medical facilities and offers coverage for medically necessary inpatient care at hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, hospices, and limited home health services. While most people don't pay a premium for Part A because they have already paid enough into Medicare payroll taxes, that doesn't mean that the coverage provided by Part A is entirely without cost. So for a hospital stay in 2019, you will pay $1,346 deductible per benefit period. Now the deductible is zero for the first 60 days of each benefit period and $341 per day for days 61 through 90 of each benefit period. So, however, for any possible space lasting more than 90 days, Medicare will only pay for a portion of those additional days if you use one of your 60 lifetime reserve days at a cost to you of $682 per day. Wow. If ho- oh, you could yeah. stay in the presidential <laughs> suite for that at a nice yes, hotel and hire a nurse to <laughs> come in, a- right? And eat a really nice dinner. Doctor to come in and see you there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if a hospital stay extends past 90 days and a benefit period and your lifetime reserve days, you will be responsible for all those costs. Yeah. So it's important to look at what each uh, part of Medicare covers and what it does not, what is not included is kind of the big factor here because I think a lot of people think, oh, I don't have to worry about health care in retirement because at 65, I get Medicare and that'll cover everything. Uh, they don't realize that even though Part A, there's no cost to it, for the other parts, you have to have uh, more, like Part C, et cetera. And there are premiums and there are deductibles and there are limits as to what it does cover. So what if you decide to stay in a skilled nursing facility I- instead of a hospital? Uh, That's a really great question, Tony. Let's define what a skilled nursing facility is first. Uh, According to Medicare.gov and their skilled nursing facility care breakdown, skilled care would be nursing or therapy care that can only be performed safely and effectively by professionals or technicians. These individuals 
may also supervise the care. Medicare would cover services in this category like physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech language pathology services, ambulance transportation, or even dietary counseling. So for a skilled nursing facility stay in 2019, you'll pay zero for the first 20 days of each benefit period. $170.50 per day for days 21 through 100 of each benefit period. And then all the cost for any day of care beyond day 100 of that benefit period. So really, I mean, in reality, Medicare does not cover long-term health care, long-term care or nursing homes. Uh, it might cover the first uh, 100 days or a partial coverage, as you just went through, of those first 100 days. But after that, you're on your own. So oh, that's right, yeah. Tony. And that comes as a surprise to a lot of people. Yeah. And I, I'm retired military, and a lot of people think that there's going to be some kind of long-term benefit from that. And as far as I know, that's not the oh, case. That's too bad. Uh, so you, you really need to, to find out what all your options are when it comes to long-term care and make sure that there is some kind of plan because Medicare uh, basically will stop paying for you anywhere from 90 to 100 days wow. of, of those benefit yeah. periods, yeah. right? So, so that's what they cover. Yeah. And then, and then you're on to a long, into a long-term care uh, situation, yeah. and and you got to have a plan. Yeah, for that. assisted living, long-term care, nursing homes, uh, memory care units. Yep, they cost a lot of money, and they're not covered by Medicare. Now, Part A in of it, of itself was a lot to digest, but let's uh, dive into Part B. What about Part B? Uh, part B is uh, medical insurance that covers the cost of two types of services: medically necessary and preventative. Medically necessary services consist of services or supplies that are required to diagnose or treat a medical condition that meets certain medical care practice standards. Preventative services like healthcare services to avert illness or assist in early detection. These services would include clinical research, ambulance services, durable medical equipment, mental health care, outpatient and inpatient care, second opinion before surgery, and a small selection of outpatient medication. Does everyone pay the same for Part B then? Uh, they do not, Tony. Oh, I thought they did. That's that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can change a lot, actually. The, po- the cost of Part B varies according to your income level. So there is a, an income level uh, test that they do. So uh, for most people... Uh, and who first enrolled in Part B in 2019, many will pay the standard monthly premium of $135.50 and then have a a yearly deductible of $185. Okay, so the, the monthly looks- premium, uh, the, the, the most common monthly premium who for people who filed in 2019 uh, is $135.50. So there is a premium and it can go up from there. Uh, and then there's also a $185 yearly deductible. Uh, that's right, Tony. And so people need to be aware of that deductible and make sure that they uh, take that into account um, so that they they don't uh, run into that and like, hey, wait a second, I just lost $185. Right. Uh, you, you need to plan for what those deductibles are and make sure you have some savings set aside for deductibles for all your Medicare Uh, and other health costs. Well, and Um, and that makes sense, I guess. But let's move on. Uh, We want to make sure we can cover everything. 
What about yep. Part C of Medicare? Let's look at Part C. I always thought C was for cookie. <laughs> Isn't C for cookie? It, it, I learned that on it Sesame is a, Street. It, it, it is in my yeah. house. They're oatmeal, uh, chocolate oh, chip. yeah, those are great. Uh, ra- uh, with raisins. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> and so, uh, But Part C uh, is Medicare Advantage uh, plans. And these are policies offered by Medicare-approved private insurance carriers to provide you with the same benefits as Parts A and B, and many plans offer extra benefits by providing prescription drug coverage and or coverage for additional services like vision, hearing, dental, and or health and wellness programs. If you select a Medicare Advantage plan, you'll be enrolled in Medicare, uh, but your medical coverage will be administered by your plan, not by the original Medicare. Ah. So in other words, yeah, so it's kind of kind of different, but the Medicare Advantage plan will 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 take over some of the management of your health care because you'll go through them uh, instead of paying directly to your health care provider, uh, you go, go through them, it, it, as in the case that you have original Medicare. So consequently, while the coverage and cost of the Medicare Advantage plans vary, they all provide the same baseline coverage. The benefits of Parts A and B, and either you or your Medicare Advantage plan will need to pay the premium associated with Part B. Ah. So depending on how that's set okay. up. All right, and now on to the final part of Medicare, Part D. At least they at least they made it simple, A, B, C, and D for us, right? <laughs> That's right, Tony. So Part D is prescription drug coverage that's offered through private Medicare-approved private insurance companies. Every Medicare prescription drug plan has its own list of drugs called a formulary for which it will provide coverage. A formulary is divided into different tiers according to the cost of the drug, Drugs on a lower tier generally have lower copayments than drugs on a higher tier. As Part C and D are provided by private insurance companies, the monthly premiums for these policies depend on the extent of their coverage and can vary between companies. So we talked about Part C and D. They are provided by insurance companies and the monthly premiums for these vary depending on the level of coverage in each company. However, although costs vary from plan to plan, the payment structure from Part D can often create a gap in coverage. Essentially, you pay monthly premiums for Part D all year. And with most plans, you pay 100% of your drug cost until you reach your deductible amount. After your deductible, the cost of your drugs is split between you and your plan. However, according to medicalresources.org article entitled, How Will My Medicare Prescription Drug Cost in 2020 Compare with 2019? Once you and your plan have spent $3,820 on covered drugs, you've entered the coverage gap. And now we have to pay 37% of the price of generic drugs and 25% of the brand name drugs. So you will not exit the coverage gap until you spent out-of-pocket expenses of $5,100 on these prescription drugs. And at that point, you will qualify for catastrophic coverage and will only pay a small copayment or a percent for covered drugs for the rest of the year. Mm. So how do we address that potential coverage gap, that hole in our coverage? Well, Tony, just like with any insurance policy, there are many times when the Medicare plan you've chosen doesn't provide you with the coverage you need. To help limit those potential consequences, you can purchase a Medicare supplement insurance or Medigap policy from a private insurer carrier to bridge potential holes in your coverage. 
a Medigap policy can be used to help pay for some of your healthcare costs like co-payments, co-insurance, and deductibles that original Medicare does not cover. <clears throat> or it can be used to provide you with coverage for services that aren't included in original Medicare, like international travel medical care. A Medigap policy can be used in conjunction with original Medicare, whereas Medicare Advantage plan provides you with Medicare benefits through private means. A Medigap policy is meant to complement your original Medicare coverage. Just as the name implies, Medigap policy is not a standalone coverage. It's a way to cover some expenses not covered by original Medicare. So if you have original Medicare and choose to purchase a Medigap policy, then your Medicare policy will pay its Medicare approved portion for covered healthcare costs and your Medigap policy will pay its share. A Medigap policy won't provide you with impenetrable coverage because there are many services the policies won't cover, like long-term care, vision or dental health care, hearing aids, eyeglasses, or private duty nursing. So how much would a Medigap policy set me back? That's a good question, Tony, because Medigap policies are offered through private insurance companies. The cost and extent of the coverage varies greatly. Each insurance company determines its own premiums, and many insurance companies charge different premiums for identical coverage. It's crucial to understand that the method by which an insurance company prices or rates its Medigap policies because there are three ways they do so. When shopping for a Medigap policy, it's only important to make sure you're comparing policies that offer the same type of coverage, but also policies that have the same pricing because the way a Medigap policy is rated can profoundly impact your bottom line. Yeah, there you go. And what are some of the different types of policies then? Uh, that is another great question, Tony. Let's look at these different types of policies. First, a Medigap policy that's community rated or no age rated means a Medigap policy's premium is the same across the board, regardless of the policyholder's age. The monthly premium can still go up, but if it does, it won't be an age-related increase. On the other hand, an issue age-rated get Medigap policy means the monthly premium is determined by how old the policyholder is when they purchased the Medigap policy and will not increase with age. An attained age-rated Medigap policy means the monthly premium is based on the policyholder's current age and will increase as they get older. We're out of time. Uh, our time for today's show just flew by, and I can't believe it. Uh, it's quite a topic. We'll have to pick up this discussion. It is open enrollment time for Medicare. For those on Medicare, uh, now is the time to analyze where you're at with that. Set up a meeting with uh, Chris and Tara and uh, talk about this. Uh, make sure you're maximizing your Medicare benefits. But before we go, let our listeners know one more time about that special offer and how to get a hold of you. So we're offering for our first 20 callers today a complimentary consultation. Call us at 719-210-4242, and we can set up that appointment for that complimentary consultation. You can go out to our website at terraenolan.com and check us out. Um, here at Nolan Financial, we always provide you with information uh, you need to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. So give us a call at 719-210-4242. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Chris McKinney. Join us again for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.